Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled, How'd You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Jennifer Hansen, who is principal at JAHH Coaching and Consulting. Hi, Jennifer. Lovely to have you on the show. Lovely, Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. So I guess we can first start with an introduction as to who you are and perhaps an answer to the main question of the podcast, which is, how'd you do it and why should I care? Sure. Okay. So I like to say that I have had the privilege of having three different careers. Um, First was that I was a U.S. government bond broker on Wall Street. That was great fun. It was back in the 80s when you didn't have to have fancy MBAs in order to get into investment banking. And I was one of the only um, women on the trading floor. And so that was um, enlightening, to say the least. However, it led me from Los Angeles to New York City, um, two and a half years over in London, and then Career number two was when I had the privilege of retiring from Wall Street to be a full-time mom. And for those who think that that's not a career, it's probably one of the hardest jobs out there. And went back to school when my kids went to school and fell in love with industrial psychology. And so career number three was re-entering the workforce as um, an HR professional and worked in um, financial services, which was my pivot, and then got recruited into a an executive search practices healthcare um, division. So learned all about pharmaceutical development, drug development, et cetera. And that led to career, um, career focus of talent acquisition, talent management, et cetera. And as part of that, I also was trained internally and externally as an executive coach. And that then has pivoted from when my position was eliminated as an HR professional. What do I want to do next? Go back into HR or do what I really love? And I'm the proud principal of JHH Coaching and Consulting. And um, that's who I am. And the second question was, and why should I care? Because there's never just one linear way to anybody's career. I think that we really have to recognize that we evolve as people and our interests might change and society changes, the world um, economic situation changes, and you just have to be open and willing to um, give it your best shot. Wow. So um, you obviously alluded to the fact that there's no one straight path into any career. So I'm quite curious as to what inspired you to become, you know, a coach and found your own company? Yes. So um, my position um, at a global pharmaceutical company was eliminated amongst my entire team across the US and the UK, Mm. because for business reasons, they made the decision that they needed to go to um, an outsourcing model, Mm -hmm. which actually made all the intellectual sense in the world. However, I wasn't ready. So I really had to take some time and figure out what I wanted to do next. And due to the, again, um, privilege, blessing of having um, a severance package, which so many people don't have, I really got to take take some time and to do some digging and and Mm self-reflection. And what that led to was saying, I don't want another corporate HR role. Um, Been there, done that. And dissecting what I did throughout all of the um, opportunities within um, my HR career, what I loved the most 
was asking provocative questions of folks who were interested in bettering themselves Mm-hmm. and to get them to find insights and limiting beliefs that could then actually change their behaviors and change their personal development and um, achieve personal fulfillment. Because I was able to do that for myself, I feel like I can, without any judgment, help other um, people find those paths as well. Awesome. So uh, following on from that, what would you say were your best resources that helped you along in your journey? Yes, um, my network. Mm-hmm. Um Absolutely. My um, personal board of directors, which my um, two millennial kids were definitely part of. They had a lot to say about this. And my husband, who has been incredibly supportive, as well as um, basically um, professional colleagues along the way. You know, when you start to ask, what do you think my strengths are? Where do you think I can add value? Then you compare that to what your own thoughts are about yourself. And it all ended up aligning after doing a few assessments and talking to um, some folks and actually doing some executive coaching, being the client. Um, it, it it takes a village. Mm. I don't know how else to say it, but mm-hmm. a lot of those individuals were females. So females helping females as well. Awesome. And um, you probably spoke to a lot of people while you were networking. I'm just curious, what were some lessons or what was a lesson that you wish you would have known before joining your industry then? Yeah, um, that... I suppose coaching can can um, can have a bad name in that back in the day they used to bring a coach in to change somebody's bad behavior, mm. kind of turn them around. Mm. But over the last ten years or so, it's really been a focus on how to continue to get your top performers to have accelerated development. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of ways to do that. Um, there's you know stretch assignments, there's mentors, there's sponsors, there's exposure to conferences, all of those wonderful things. But coaching in its truest form is really a discipline. And it takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of training hours. And the um, certification process is rather rigorous. I didn't realize I was stepping into that. However, I'm so grateful that I did because it allows me to be the best coach for my clients that I can. Awesome. And um, thinking about the span of your career, you've moved into a lot of places and had a lot of experiences. Um, What would you say was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Biggest barrier was fear. Mm. You know, I mean, it's being somebody who was in corporate America for the better part of my professional career. Mm -hmm. um, Very different than exposing yourself to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And had to learn a lot of new skills. And I mean, I created a website. Now, my kids think that I mean they can do that in their sleep, but that was a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, the fact that I was able to do it really then um, got got me some confidence that I needed. Yeah, it's um, I wish I guess I had had known that it's okay to, to follow your dreams and it's okay to do something that might not necessarily have been in your original plans. Okay. Awesome. And um, following on from that, uh, you've been dropping some really great pieces of advice about this whole call, but what would be one uh, piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Yeah. Um, I would say um, get a coach. Yeah, get a coach. And the reason I say that is because there is something very unique about 
having a coach who is trained in the coaching ICF, International Coaching Federation methodology, because during a coaching assignment or an engagement, it is truly a non-judgmental place because the coach is there to serve you and to ask provocative questions without Mm -hmm. any judgment Mm -hmm. and having it be a safe space. Because if you think about it, when in life do you have an interaction with somebody where there isn't some kind of agenda going on, Mm -hmm. either your own or somebody else's? And in a coaching um, assignment or relationship, the coach has no agenda. The only reason that we're there is to see if we can, through provocative questions, ask so that there's some insight that the coachee recognizes where they can um, then take action or not take action to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And before you become a coach, I think having the experience of having that non-judgmental moment to do some deep self-reflection is a remarkable gift that we don't give ourselves enough. Okay. Thank you for that advice. A coach for the coach. I didn't expect that. Um, And then finally about your career, what is one common myth about your professional field that you would like to debunk? Yes. That, that coaching is mentoring and it's, it's not a fine line in the truest sense from a definition perspective, but as a coach, it is sometimes it requires a discipline not to share your personal experience when you can resonate with what you're hearing from your client, Mm. but that really doesn't serve them. If they wanted a mentor, they'd ask you to be a mentor. Mm. So it's being disciplined enough as a coach, not, not to cross that slippery slope yet at the same time, we are there to serve our client. And if you make an arrangement and agreement with your coach that it's okay to be mentor slash coach. That's fine. But the discipline of coaching is very different than mentoring. So that, that's the myth I'd like to debunk. Definitely. And that's such a common myth. I feel a lot of people are, as you mentioned, you know, associate um, coaching with where you need to fix your behavior, but it's not being about being a mentor. It's about, you know, just keeping your, your momentum up and keeping the good work up sometimes as well. Exactly right. Yeah. And um, obviously, you're probably very busy because you're running your own company. But I'm curious, what have you read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Oh, gosh, there's so I mean, we have gone through the most fascinating, you know, 12 to 18 months. Mm -hmm. And I guess from gosh, you caught me Um, from a from a, a personal perspective. I have taken this opportunity um, to really learn about white privilege and my unconscious biases and, yeah, eye-opening. And I'm proud that I recognize it, yet am trying to assess how best to be better um, at being being the best person that I can be with everybody because humanity is that we're all in this together. Um, bear with me one second. This is a fabulous book. 
Fantastic. Okay, so is it Between the World and Me? Yes, Between the World and Me. And that's with regard to um, um, DEI. The Mm -hmm. other basic, wonderful business book that I recommend to everybody is... Oh, perfect. The Four Agreements. Correct. I don't know if you've heard of this book, but it should be a staple for everybody. Um, Let me just give you just a teaser. So the four agreements, um, be impeccable with your word, which sounds so easy, but it's so hard to do when you start paying attention. Exactly. Don't take anything personally. That's a big one. Yeah, that's much easier said than done as well. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Don't make assumptions. And if you think about the self-narrative that goes on in our head about everything, freeing yourself from those assumptions because it's not based on any data is very liberating. And then always do your best. So as you can see, you know, thin little book, highly recommended for everybody. Awesome. Thank you for those recommendations. Of course. And, um, earlier on, you alluded to the power of the network, but I'm curious, who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? Okay. Um, I'm going to lump my parents together because they were an absolute united front. And I was brought up in a leave it to beaver um, environment where I it was just wonderful in that my parents adored each other. They adored me and were absolutely supportive of anything that I did. And I know that I had alluded something to you before this broadcast from a personal perspective, but there was no judgment from them on all of, you know, all of my, my faux pas, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so um, I lumped them together. Um, absolutely. Um, my husband, um, Grant Hansen, he is, you know, he's just, he's all in there for me. I mean, there's plenty of times that we disagree and we have very different um, communication styles. He's an analytical chemist. And so he's very data driven, Mm. whereas I'm this big old emotional blah, you know, and I'll just, you know, blah all over you. However, at the end of the day, I know he has my best interest at heart. And then I have to give a big, big shout out to a, a mentor who, I was actually one of her um, first coaching clients when she made the transition from vice president of HR into opening up her own coaching business. And now she does certification training. Her name is Kat Newberry. And she just um, is, is somebody who personifies coaching at its best. And again, helped me recognize that this was some this was a gift that I had that I, I needed to share with people and it encouraged me to to go through all of the ups and, and downs and bumps along the way and and here we are. Fantastic. And then finally to round off our conversation, what is one piece of advice that you wish you gave yourself at any point in your life? Um well the four agreements <laughs> I wish I had known about them. Mm-hmm. And I guess don't be um, don't be so self-critical. I mean, the world is there to throw sticks and stones at you. You know, you don't need to do that to yourself. However, also don't be afraid to do some self-exploration when things aren't trending the way that you would like your life to go. Mm-hmm. Take a step back, 
pause, be reflectful, and um, pursue your dreams. What makes you happy? We've only got one life on this earth, and we, we need to make the best of it. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer, for taking the time to speak with me today. It was truly such an engaging conversation. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye.